0: Hey, mate hello Dan how are you going I'm good how are you
1: yeah can't complain yeah uh, very good
0: thanks for doing this
1: uh, that's fine that's fine um hopefully Hendo's having a good time down in Melbourne Not well really- apparently he is because someone just put something in the group which which is just like a photo of Hendo
0: when he doesn't know he's being photographed
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah I saw that wearing the judge shirt and someone was like oh you're the only one that's wearing this, or that would wear this, or something like that. So it's quite that, funny. That's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. How's my audio? Is it okay? Sounds good to me. Um, is okay. mine alright? I I'm, I run everything through just a like a webcam. So yeah, uh, if it's not good, yeah,
0: Let's it sounds know. fine. But I I this is making me sound like a robot, and I can't work oh, okay. out why. I assume it's probably this um USB to like USB C connector
1: thing. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. It's 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 not coming across like a robot from my end. So. No,
0: well, I unplugged it. So it's just that whatever the MacBook Air is doing is what we're going to get. Yeah, cool.
1: I've sort of mucked around this this room, I mean, is kind of dark. So I've got a tiny extra light here that I've sort of, I can turn off. I don't know if it was helping. Yeah, well, it help in the just, it's just the problem is I'm in like an office room. It's an old house and it just doesn't have much extra lighting like your house that's I- obviously...
0: Well, your house looks a lot like my house used to look because I can tell by the um, the walls with the like the, yeah, the asbestos paneling. Yeah. Well, mine was mine was masonite. It wasn't asbestos, so yours might be as well. Maybe um, you're right. Um.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I I haven't looked into it. So. Right. You got a beer? I do. I do indeed. Um. So, I've got. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Let me do a little oh, screenshot here. This is looking a bit hard to see. my might yes. just light. Um, This is the... Just, start, just be, like, very still, like, one second. Oh, <laughs> my God. do <laughs> cover your face, dude. Hang <laughs> on. <laughs> you know that's... Okay, all right. Why is it doing... Why is it so bad? Um, oh, it's so bright, isn't it? Maybe it's a light. So, oh, oh, no, there we
0: go. That's good. Okay. That's <laughs> Angle's good.
1: Yeah, this is um, <laughs> the new one from Grifter, which is... Nice. The uh, Cascadian Dark Ale, very good. So I'll sort of hold myself there for a second because I know you like to get your screenshots and things like that. So it's it's a brand new one, so it's only just kind of come out. So um, give us yeah. a little sort of live live initial reaction right now. Oh, really? <laughs> um, no, oh, yeah, I will. Um, hang on. Yeah, it's tasty as. Um, And it's got a nice, fluffy kind of wobbling head retention. I like what these guys do. It's, like, really just they kind of play into that Sydney music scene, aesthetic, beers you can drink by the pint that basically none of their beers teeter too much above the 6% range. Yeah, Um, just drinking beers, but they're just really, like, well-made, just kind of no BS, nothing sort of flashy about them, but they – run with nice consistency and each time they release a label it's just like a nice progression from the previous one with a different kind of um uh, like hero color I just I really do like what they do and they're just been kind of that brewery that's um that's never tried to become anything too like sudden you know like they haven't tried yeah. to jump on any hype train they've just chipped away at what they do and when you go into their venue which I actually hadn't been to until recently um I really like that all but I think exclusively they play like low key Sydney punk bands and artists and indie bands and stuff like that. So they kind of highlight the local music from Marrickville and surround. So yeah, it's just a good way of like really showcasing that real hyper local kind of Marrickville area. So it's cool. I like it. Yeah, it's are. a good spot. It's one of the first brewers I went to. They've been there for a long time, haven't they? They, they sure have. Like I can tell you what year they kind of cracked open, but. It's definitely yeah, it's definitely been a while. So um yeah. what are you drinking then, I've got the uh Black Hops. Oh, cool. Untamed, okay, yeah. which is which yeah. is probably a low fill. I don't
0: know. But yeah, yeah. Um I, I actually I did have one on the podcast last week, which I wasn't oh. I wasn't really allowed to, so um I didn't say it. I just covered it up, but it was so fucking delicious. I, it's really good. This is like my jam, this kind of beer. Yeah,
1: yeah. Mm. So is that um is that a like a West Coast IPA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. cool.
0: Just cool. resiny and thick and fucking mad aroma.
1: Yeah, i i I was getting hmm. sent um I was getting sent a few uh, Black Hop Spears, but they might have had a bit of a staff changeover recently, and for some reason I haven't got as many. Uh, yeah, not, well, I don't know. I think the last one I got was the X Ray Haze. And that was really tasty. I like that. Okay. All right. Well,
0: you never know. Maybe, maybe I know I a lot of people listen to this. You might you might get picked up on the rotation. I don't, I don't
1: need more booze. I'm good. I'm good. I probably need less booze. I've sort of yeah, still got a pretty full fridge, so it's all good. Yeah, nice. Um, all right. Well, so why don't we start off with this
0: the, the elephant in the room here? Um mm-hmm. big news this week. Yeah. Uh what's the difference between a tank top, a singlet and a muscle shirt? <laughs> You go
1: for it. I'll let you answer that
0: one. No, I've, I've
1: given my answer. You, you, I need your opinion. Um, oh, I feel like I I should have researched this. Um, so m- muscle shirt, tank tank top, and a singlet. Yeah. Um, I kind of just picture different things. I haven't I haven't been following this debacle. I saw a couple of comments. I thought it was a funny concept. Um, yeah. if I think of a muscle shirt, I obviously think of um. Uh, something that's going to—I'm thinking of muscles like creeping out of something like a cutoff or something that's like built uh, or, or or shaped for someone that is uh, like a bodybuilder or something like that. Right. Uh, tank tops more just your straight off like you know you've um, cut the sleeves like raw off a an old band T-shirt or something. That's my my version. And did you say a singlet's just your classic like bin tang. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. You tell me, Dan. No,
0: I think I think you. I think we're we're close to agreement. I think the the singlet, it, it it's all got to do with the thickness of the. Well, it's not just the thickness of the the strap, is it? Because it's also if it's a shirt that's been cut,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it's it's going to go right up to your your arm. Not necessarily, because
1: if you actually depends if you cut it directly at the. At the the sleeves or if you kind of do the the elongated cut. Oh, you do a longer uh, cut. Okay. You could do that. That is definitely something you could do. I've seen it in the sort of music world where they they do the extended cut or the rip on the side and you get that really lazy, you know, 1984 sort of Kurt Russell at the gym kind of vibe. Yeah. But um, you think that's a tank top? Well, it's not that I think it's a tank top. You just... You threw three terms at me, and I'm and I'm saying I'm not saying maybe. No. <laughs> I'd probably call it a cutoff, but um, like you know. Um,
0: okay, so but I threw three terms at you, and you've just thrown another one into the mix. So, I mean, this is not helping.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting this question of all questions. So, um, have you asked? Have you asked? You know, GPT four, like you know, for some answers on this. See what see what they reckon. Like, yeah. what's the collated internet response? I might ask, I might ask because Google Bard
0: now that just came out, it can access the, the live internet. And I feel like oh, yeah. it's so much discussion around this with the podcast that we might be contributing to the answer. Like if they collate all oh, the yeah. stuff that's going on, they might take, like, Cutoff might enter the mix just randomly right now, just based on your comment. You never know.
1: Yeah. I- <laughs> starting to feel like i'm being watched or something like yeah as soon as this goes gets uploaded like some of some of this information might start to um seep into the algorithm so exactly just on. yeah um on a more serious note so this i mean this is going to be the
0: biggest thing we talk about so you've really lucked into guest hosting the podcast this week um yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, i mean yeah. it might not be a bad thing because often me and hendo try to talk about serious shit and we just fail like we like the other week we tried to talk about the um Budweiser controversy and we talked about it for like five minutes and at the end of it we both just said we just need to cut this out because we just sound like absolute idiots we have no fucking idea um well
1: that's where you just got to be careful about like what you're saying if you're just blurting it or not because if if the um the words you're saying inevitably gets to a wider audience and you just kind of making things up as you go you're going mm. like to potentially sound like an idiot or you're going to slip something in there that's a passing thought that might end up like a controversial passing thought so you kind of got to choose your words wisely and i thought about this whole thing today um and i'm not i don't really have too many answers but i'm just more looking at it from the industry perspective and also um Probably looking at it, like, as someone that works as, like, a digital designer, mm. lead and creative direction in my role, like, w- if I was in a position where I was approving a product like that, you know, how would I approach it? So I'm trying to be diplomatic and, like, yeah. look at it from an overall perspective, not necessarily, you know, just what's what's what my immediate thought is because it's kind of hard for us being, you know, middle-aged white blokes trying to see it from the perspective of the minorities of the potentially the people that feel unsafe from the product that that sort of come from this. So mm. it's it is an interesting perspective and it is a tough one to talk about. So what do yeah. you recommend, Well, let let me tee it up. So um
0: a couple of weeks ago they announced the Gabs beers. Me and Hendo were actually going through them live on the show and we were just kind of scanning them. And we saw that one. It was called Barely Legal and both of our initial reactions was like, oh, shit, that's not good. Mm, yeah. But I think it blew up yesterday because, well, I mean, it's it's probably been slowly boiling because I've been following some of these accounts and they, I mean, it, it, they didn't just notice it yesterday. But yesterday they announced the decal for it and it was based around the Pornhub logo. Um, yeah. So there was an article on Crafty Pint. I was interested. I don't think Bruce News have written about this, which is kind of interesting. Um.
1: Yeah, it's, I always wonder, because Bruce News can be selective as mm. to what they write about, you know, I, I, I couldn't tell you that, but I'm kind of interested as well.
0: Yeah, so, but, sure. but the, the, um, I suppose the Crafty Pine article said this, this beer came out. Um, there was a few people who started complaining about it for, in my mind, pretty fucking good reason. Mm. Um, and I think there was Clementine Ford, put a whole bunch of stuff on her Instagram and it got a lot more attention and it's 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 gotten, you know, a lot bigger than it was originally. But I think, yeah. the, you know, the logo thing obviously set this thing on fire. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think initially the Black Flag guys kind of put up a bit of a, I wouldn't say apology, but they just said, you know, sorry, we didn't mean to, oh, no, I didn't mean to offend people. But today, a couple of hours ago, they put up an actual proper apology.
1: Yeah. Um, it felt like, it felt like they were initially like they came, they they had a little bit of outrage and they must have thought, you know, oh, we can salvage this. We just need to rectify the problem with the logo that came after the name. Mm. Uh, but then by do, doing that, they've kind of like, they've kind of squished part of the problem but left the overall problem there so they really just had to crush the whole thing into dirt and just start again because um it 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 almost comes across like they weren't taking it seriously by doing that they were just kind of making a quick fix which unfortunately was just it wasn't enough it it felt like you know a half-baked apologies in a sense yeah i mean i i I guess like i I spoke to steve last night and i hadn't i hadn't
0: actually seen anything like this but when i saw it in the group I had a missed call from him and I was like, oh, okay, This he's, that's obviously what he's calling about. Yes. Um, and I, I said to him, like, I remember when we went through a similar situation when we put a beer out that was clearly not well received by the industry, you know, for good reason, um, yeah. your initial reaction is that, you know, you know, these guys put this out thinking it was a joke, thinking it was not meant to hurt anyone, thinking it was funny, right? I'm not saying, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying that's what they were thinking when they put it out. then all of a sudden you've got everyone coming down on you and attacking you and it's kind of fight or flight. And you're stuck in that, you know, do we back down and say, sorry, even though a good part of you doesn't believe you had bad intentions going into it or, you know, do you fight? And um, I think people need to be like, what people forget is like, these are just normal people making beer. They're not like, it's not like a big company with a PR agency and lawyers and where they can sit down and get given like a script to read out, like, this is normal humans reacting at a, at a time, and sometimes the reactions to these things are imperfect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I do think the, I do think this is pretty bad. Like this is a pretty
1: bad. The yeah, it's just alarming that it can get to where it did without someone at Black Flag kind of saying, "Hey, like this is a crazy, terrible idea." We cannot do this for X reasons and then, you know, changing it. Like my immediate thought was for this to get kind of published, you know, as a real thing, maybe just the culture within Black Flag needs to be slightly tweaked so that they have some people in there that are a bit more savvy and a bit more like, you know, sensitive to to the sorts of like... Reactions they can have to this kind of a marketing decision. Like they're they're not they're not a tiny brewery. This isn't you hmm. know two brewers and one helper. You know this is they're, they're a pretty decent outfit with various salespeople reps, brewers, and like a relatively scaled team and bar stuff and whoever else. So you'd kind of think that that down the line there would have been a group meeting on this name and this whole concept where yeah. where it was agreed upon um so i'm not sure what happened it, it's good to see yeah,
0: that I, don't, I don't see i don't know if that's i don't know if that is the case i mean i, I just obviously you and me just kind of speculating about what might have happened happened there i just know having been through it myself yeah often that doesn't happen you know you, you're you're fucking just rushing around you're doing what you yeah. think might be funny you don't think about it too much and then it blows up in your face And you're like holy fuck i didn't think about any of this shit um I would say that's probably more likely. But but yes. I'm interested in the fact that it wasn't picked up by Gabs because I, like, I wonder whether I'm, like, as soon as I heard that name, I was like, instantly, I was like, oh, that's really dodgy. And I've spoken to yeah. only a few people about it. And especially with the logo, I instantly connected the two. I don't know if that makes me a sick fuck, but I instantly made the connection between the name and that category of porn. it's I mean, It's a category of porn.
1: Yeah, well I didn't realize it was a category of porn but um incredibly like if you actually google um because this this came to my attention someone posted on Instagram and if you google the term barely legal the the top answer is barely legal means someone who is around 17 year old 17 years old and is approaching 18 it's a term that is usually Used with a sexual connotation because of the U.S. laws that protect children under the age of 18. Now that's kind of alarming. Uh, like, and the the next few um, the next few sort of reasonings that come up are similar, but then they're even arguably worse, more into that sexual connotation. So it's definitely just like it's it's definitely like pushing the boundary as as hard as you could like i just don't see i just don't even don't even understand how that didn't get picked up I, i'm mm. struggling a little bit um but you tell me
0: yeah well i i have empathy for both sides i think I, and I actually i have a bit of um I, I feel like from what i've read from all the people talking about it not all of them most of the people talking about it it seems actually pretty constructive compared to like when when i went through something similar it was very very combative like there was a lot of really bad shit coming our way, really bad shit that I'll, I'll never yeah. talk about. Um, I don't
1: know how it's going to end up for Black Flag. It there was a lot quite of... constructive, though, like the, the,
0: at least for the beer industry people. Like that Clementine Ford lady said some, you know, I think if people are commenting about the individuals, you know, about them being grubs or like that kind of shit, that's not, that's not constructive. That's just going to piss people off. But the yeah. people who commented from the beer industry, to me, were basically just saying this is why it's bad. These are the reasons,
1: yeah.
0: and, and, and it's like, that hey. whole.
1: There's been this big movement of like, you know, misogyny doesn't belong in beer, you know, end misogyny in beer, etc. And there's been kind of a a real group strength about it. Like, um, like it feels like it's this was a a, a nugget and, and an opportunity to really like sort of put that message out there again and just kind of remind people like, do not do this, and like. Mm. The weights coming down on you if you do. Do not do this, like be better, that sort of thing. So um, and I don't know. I mean, I agree, like it should be constructive because it should be about I know it's I know we should all know this by now, but like right. I guess educating people as to what's appropriate in 2023 and you know
0: Well, I think it also why it's not like you know, like some of the I, I bet you like some of the comments where, you know, people talking about, you know, there's 18-year-old girls. Working behind bars, having to yeah, serve yeah. sleazy old people, you know, that kind of stuff. That you know, the the, the history of the beer industry, industry, the you know, male dominated. No, m- most people in the beer industry are guys like you and me, the fucking forty year old white dudes. Mm. So, like, out of all the industries to make a joke about having sex with a teenager,
1: this is not the one. You know, no, I mean? it's it's absolutely just, yeah, it's so it's such a miss miss of the mark right but i think um, but i think
0: i I don't think it's like like you say people should know that but i don't think it's a bad thing that in the criticism that people are putting up about this they are specifying why it's a bad thing and i think that is constructive
1: yeah there's been a lot of really like um well-rounded responses to it including like surveys and graphics that showcase like where women feel unsafe being festivals being like one of the major places beer events and festivals um and and obviously that being linked to these sorts of names like you can you can imagine the scenario where where guys are hanging around black flag and a young woman approaches at the you know to get a beer that beers on tap how that might make her feel right Right. and you've we've like as middle-aged white blokes we've really got to kind of stop and imagine ourselves in a different skin imagine the people around us directly affected by that being middle-aged blokes but um yeah it's, it's it's
0: you're back now i got you you just you just pause for a bit but i got you okay all right i yeah, okay. don't know if it's your end or my end i'm still having a
1: few audio glitches here but... yes yeah, i can't tell to be honest
0: can you yeah, hear me okay i can, I can hear you okay
1: oh hang on i can hear a bit of a delay in the in the video but yeah yeah well i mean it's probably why it's safer not to go live every time. <laughs> yeah
0: definitely yeah well i think i think those are good points and i've I would just urge people to to on both sides to to have a productive conversation as opposed to just abusing people because that's not going to help. Um, and I was I was encouraged by the fact that they did put up that apology today. They're withdrawing the beer. I am I am legitimately surprised that Gabs didn't pick up on this earlier. It seems like their initial response they were almost kind of a not a not a covering for them, but they kind of said you know we only got. We didn't get any complaints about the name. We didn't think the name was a problem. They thought the name was a reference to the ABV of the beer and um the legal drinking age thing and and I was like, "Far out, like I that surprises me a lot that that was their initial reaction." Um
1: Yeah. Do you feel like do you feel like, you know, um everyone's going to be quick to sort of immediately um throw black flag under the bus, but do you feel like in many way, in many ways, Gabs are somewhat culpable based on them sort of letting this slide. Like, I mean, how do you feel there? Like, do you feel like they should? It's in the, it's their responsibility in many ways to have have filtered that and sorted that out. I mean, I think, like you said before, you you have to have empathy for
0: people in a different situation. You got to imagine being Gabs. You've got thousands of beers and beer names coming through. You've probably got one person working on it. You know, you're skimming through them. It's not like you're, it's not like you're just spending hours and hours googling all these terms and making sure everything's appropriate. Like that, they would have a really hard job as well. Um Yeah, I, I don't I, think I, I, I think, think so. they have to review a thousand beers. You know, Black Flag only had to put out one, so I don't think you can blame Gabs for, for the beer release. I just I no, just, no, no, no,
1: no. I it was a hypothetical. Go. It was just it was just a question to put out there because I know that there's, I'm just saying like, you know, I I do think there's, I I think there's multiple parties that probably needed to be more onto this um, across the board. And ultimately, as you said, like these are individuals doing different jobs, trying to mitigate this and it's a, it's a difficult thing to do. So I was just going to bring up a couple of other names because like when this got posted today, uh today on beer thread or yesterday um uh there was i think um big shed is it big shed have one called only flans, which, flans. what does flans mean <laughs> what's that what does flans mean well like a fruit flan you know like oh. a fruit flan dessert but okay. instead of like, play on only fans um which which kind of got flagged as it maybe teetering on controversial just the the play of only fans. And the other one was um Moffat Beach's You Can't Beat a Root. Did you see that one? I did not. <laughs> okay. No. A be- um, a be a beetroot beer, obviously. Okay. You can't beat a root, so. I I
0: don't I mean I obviously don't have the best judgment around these things as as my
1: <laughs> history <group>. So <laughs> no, I'm not I'm not I'm just mentioning these just more as part of the broader context of what names haven't quite been questioned. Well, I see. I don't. I don't see those as anywhere near as, as No, no. Like, nor, like, uh, nor do I. But I just thought I'd bring them up because um, they did get mentioned on the thread, and I, I thought that they were important to also flag as just potential contenders in the somewhere in the um, in the middle of. Um, you know, mm. yeah. It's just it's just interesting with with names and. Um, and how they sort of come across. But I, I definitely think this black flag issue, there was too many things stacked on it. Um, and one of the most alarming thing, things about the barely legal beer was just the, um, was the descriptor in Gabs, which said, adventurous, it's big, bold and barely legal. Nice, rounded, quad IPA, packing a punch. It's bitter, boozy and something to tell your friends about. I think I think ending with something to tell your friends about is just a really bad look because it's insinuating, bragging about, have I lost you? No, 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 I, I'm with you. I agree. Uh, I agree. No, I mean, I, I... Do you know it's, what I mean? It's a, it's a brag insinuation or something. It's just not, it's not not great. Yeah.
0: I, I mean, I I think they did. I think they, they fucked up and I think they, it sounds like they understand they did. And it's as simple as that, really. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it is kind of interesting that, that you know, your initial reaction is to kind of try to convince people that this wasn't the idea. So it must be kind of frustrating for them in a way to be kind of like, you know, this wasn't what we met. But it, if that's true, they, all these things can't be a coincidence. Like, you've got that statement in there, you got the Pornhub logo, you've got the, the meaning of the name, which most, most people understand, the fact that it's a category of, you know, like they can't all be coincidences. Um, or, or no, maybe, maybe they so. can just, but most people would, would think not
1: yeah I think I think they're now in some damage control that they've kind of you know it's the hole that they dug themselves and um, it's probably a good thing that they're feeling the discomfort of what they've done because they probably need to feel that to rectify some of the cultural issues that obviously exist within Black Flag that maybe they need to fix so that in the future they don't think the way that they thought leading up to this branding. Like right. they need to think differently. They need to be a bit more respectful and a bit more sensitive. That's all.
0: Yeah. I, I think that that makes sense. And, and I, I just, I would sort of urge people to be, I mean, it must be very hard for, you know, the beer agents for change and, and groups like this to see something like this and not just completely fucking flip out because mm. they're sick of it. Um, yeah. Uh, you hope that, people's careers and livelihoods don't get destroyed over it you hope it just leads to people doing better and it doesn't happen again whether well, that is is what happens i don't know but that's kind of I what... think i think you know
1: i think you've got to you to, in order for for the culture to improve you've got to give people like that constructive advice to better themselves and make better changes, better decisions in their lives. You know what I mean? Like it's like you hear about things like um people these days calling TV shows like Friends and Seinfeld completely inappropriate. But when we were younger, they were just arguably hilarious to our ways of thinking, right? But yeah. there's all these things now that are getting flagged, and it's um I mean. It's one of those things, it's a a bit of a, it's the times, you know, like it needs to, we need to be adaptive and if people are making bad decisions, they need to be um, called out on it, they need to fix it, they need to like make better decisions in the future, but absolutely tearing them apart and tearing them down to nothing is, is not really helping them. You know what I mean? Like you can't yeah. take completely down. You've got to give them something to work back up to, and then they they will be better. You know? Yeah, so.
0: I, I I agree with you. I, I I don't know anything about the culture of the place, and I, I know I'd be reluctant to say it's a cultural thing. I th- you know only because of my experience with a similar thing. You know, when we when we put that beer out, it was. It wasn't like a cultural thing. It was just Ali wanted to do it, and we, <clears throat> we were celebrating her, and we we couldn't say this at the time because obviously it completely fucking backfired. Mm. Um, but you know, it was it wasn't like we we're a culture of people. You guys, though, you know, from what I understand, maybe a similar situation. That. It might just be a it might just be ignorance. And it, on yeah. in our, on our part, it was one hundred percent ignorance. Like I was encapsulated with Ali and the idea of doing the beer.
1: And
0: but she had no fucking
1: idea. You gave her, you gave her like that dominion. You you allowed her to. You do a beer that celebrates you that you right. can name, um. And she did that, and you allowed her that freedom and space to do that, and then you supported that decision, right? Yeah, but it and that it was and think- it was it, it was ignorant, really. I mean, if you look at what happened, we should have been able to predict
0: that, and I didn't understand the context of it, where we are in the industry. ABAC, I didn't even know what ABAC was. You know. It, yeah. I, at the time for us looking back at it it was ignorance it wasn't
1: yeah
0: wasn't we're bad people and it wasn't in my mind a cultural problem and and it could be the
1: same thing here that's that's all i'm saying no i look I, i think i think of anyone that's that can understand both sides you're probably arguably like the perfect candidate for that having gone through a sort of vaguely similar situation coming out the other side of it and having to mitigate that the whole drama of it. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm just a spectator in this. Uh, mm. I wouldn't want to be involved. It um, was, it,
0: it, it was it. unbelievably gut wrenchingly stressful. The whole thing, like you you have no idea. You know, people are coming to your office, bawling their eyes out. Like just, mm. and you know, people ringing suppliers, telling them to stop supplying us. There was massive deals that fell through that we'd never talked about. Like it was unbelievable but um I was going to say one thing that helped me a lot at the time was talking to a lot of people and especially the people like what I did was I went through all the comments on the Facebook and all the the breweries that spoke out about it and I called all the breweries I called just cold called people I didn't know just to talk to them um and the comments I messaged them and said do you want to have a chat about it just to help me understand where you're at um and that helped enormously just in terms of me understanding why it fuck, you know why it was so bad for people and why it was so potentially threatening and harmful to people yeah. um, because I had absolutely no idea um, and so I think that's like that's not something that ever gets talked about or publicized And and I don't know if they're doing that but I would say if this happens talking to the people who are pissed off might be the best thing you can do because the other thing that I found when I did that is Every single person I talked to, except for one, um, was very, very reasonable with me. You know, they were happy that I apologised. They understood that I genuinely fucked up and I believed that and they helped me understand what I'd done wrong. Um, so in in the end, I look back at it as, a, as a, you know, a, a situation where you end up learning a lot from it and um, I hope this can be the same.
1: But you're, you know, you showed that you were trying to right a wrong or you were trying to improve from something that was clearly a mistake um, and trying to understand from it so that it didn't happen again, right? And I think that's the main thing. But I do th- yeah, I do think that people deserve the chance to 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 write that wrong. You know? Yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, you're right, we don't know if we don't know if there was 10 people that decided on put the beer and the name and the descriptor, or if one person was given the task, they did it and it was ticked off. You know, we don't know. We don't know where the decisions have come from. So it's all just hypotheticals. Um, commenting, but to sort of destroy a business on that basis just seems a little like um, like we 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 don't have the knowledge to to make that those kind of um, claims. So it's just better to to see how it plays out. And I think that they've done done right by the message they've posted today. It'll be interesting to see how, see whether the reactions to Black Flag's latest response is adequate in the eyes of people that feel like they were, they've done wrong. You know what I mean? Like mm. it'll be interesting to see how, whether people accept that ap- apology and um, give them a shot at doing right from here on in or if they are absolutely Blacklisted, done for. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I, I couldn't tell you that because it, it, it can be a pretty volatile, sort of brutal, sort of um, society out there. People don't have time for the second chances these days. So just who knows? Who knows?
0: Yeah, I think it takes a long time, but it takes a genuine effort too. Because like I know from our experience, um, a lot changed after we put that beer out. A hell of a lot changed. You know, even just just from down to just being more conscious of, you know, our impact on the community. The Before we put that beer out, we didn't even have a process, a checklist mm, yeah. to sign a beer off before we put it out. So the first fucking thing we did was I went to the ABAC site and read about ABAC and then I created a checklist of these are all the things to think about before you put a beer out. And if it doesn't check all these things off, then don't put the fucking beer out. Um, so... And And there's a lot of other stuff that changed too a huge amount of other stuff that changed, and that took a very long time um so um uh, yeah i I don't think there's anything they can do immediately other than apologizing and withdrawing the beer that's going to change people's mind in the short term mm. yeah, um but over the long term, it'll be a test of their character, you know to see if 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 they can kind of change to the point where people see the brand as a brand that would never do something like that. And that's, that's going to take a long
1: time. Yeah. No, I completely agree with you, Dan. Um, yeah. I mean, best of luck to them. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. I'm glad I'm a spectator and like, I really, I I absolutely support the fact that I think I I support the, the minorities in this one. Like as in, um, I feel like, my support's with the people that have felt the the weight of of the ugliness of that branding and everything like that but um you know i yeah i'm glad i'm a spectator and i'm not getting involved in this one from you know any deeper level because yeah it's just um it's it's not a nice situation to be in for anyone really not yeah. a nice not nice um feeling uncomfortable by it and not nice being involved in it from a business perspective so we'll see We'll see. And the um yeah, I, I would echo exactly what you said. One
0: thousand percent. It it's very, very, very clearly the wrong thing to do. It's a fucking atrocious beer mm. and yeah. label. And that hopefully goes without saying. Um yeah. it's a it's gonna be interesting timing with uh Gab starting what tomorrow? And and the, the guys are down there, I think, with the stall. So yeah. it's well, gonna be an interesting place to be in the next couple I of I was days. gonna say the,
1: that was the only thing I was concerned about with their apology was you will get people thinking, hey, they're just saving face because we're about to go into this, you know, festival season. Um, but anyway, we we probably don't need to continue talking too much about this because it's gonna it could it could be its own episode. And I imagine that when you catch up with Hendo next week, assuming you do, um, that he'll probably have something to say about it, especially because he I can see he's been judging down at the AIBA Awards with with various people that probably, like, and a lot of women, strong women mm. in craft who probably have really interesting and well-educated, rounded opinions on the topic, which he can bring into the chat. And, yeah, yeah he, he's always good in these situations to give, like, give advice, so.
0: Yeah, it, it, it will be interesting to see what comes out of that yeah um, all right so topic number two fortitude recall i, I mean I, I kind of feel like we do we need to cover all these recalls that happen so often i suppose, um, I suppose with this one it's particularly
1: news work, century, because... yeah. what's that oh no i just mean it's you know it's probably big gold coast news because it's <laughs> it's making every major publication and it's kind of everywhere right uh, I, I haven't looked too much into it. From what I understand, it's um, they've released Pacer, um, and it's obviously containing more alcohol than intended. And mm. did you get tested or something, or what was the what's the story there, Dan?
0: Yeah, it seems very similar to the
1: other ones. I, I just I just thought it was um, I
0: suppose interesting from the point of view that Fortitude is owned by the same group the board ballistic that kind of catch oh, yeah. companies and yeah. yeah, the ballistic had that recall. And then they came in and took that over and now they've got their own recall with fortitude. It must be a very fucking stressful time to be in that business.
1: Yeah. Look, I, oh, gee whiz, it's been, it's been funny. Um, I live near ballistic and I actually haven't been back for since all of the drama went down. It's just, it's been a fun time. You used time. to go there? Yeah. Yeah. I used to go there a fair bit and, um, I do sort of know a fair few people that, well, a couple of people that still work there, but um, like a lot of people that left there, um, yeah. I, I won't name names, but various people now working for breweries not too far away, yeah. um, whether they're brewing or they're they're just working for and so on and so forth. And, and so I suppose I get, you know, different information around the parts, but it, it, it makes me feel less sort of drawn to going there if you follow mm. um, just based on the treatment and some of the outstanding debts and things like that I guess it's just a little bit soured um, but it is what it is so I'm yeah. surprised.
0: what about um hiker have you have you been in there yet
1: hiker yeah yeah It's that's kind of become my local so oh, well, there you I, go. I, I really like the guys I just feel yeah. like yeah I like what they stand for and I like that they're sort of I just I just feel like you've got a good dynamic between the two blokes and um and then they've got their daughters in there and working and um you know the resident dog and the the beers are just well executed sort of generally super drinkable styles they've got a couple of funky interesting things going on but I just really like what they're doing it just reminds me of of kind of why I got interested in craft beers in the first place it's kind of yeah. down to your local place that's just doing it well and it's like that hyper local. Have you been in there yet? I have not been in there
0: yet. No, I don't get up to Brizzy often enough. I'm so keen to go because the Bill's a fucking legend. I've known him for years. Yeah, of
1: course, of course. If Um, you if you do manage to get up, just um yell out because it's it's about a five minute drive from me. So I'll definitely just come down and happy to hit a few beers with you. So and Hendo surely would be as well. He's he's there a fair bit. So
0: yeah, nice. Um yeah, well, that's that's what you want. That's kind of like what got us all into the industry is those kind of local places started by genuine people, mm. making a great product. No fuss, no influences, no marketing weirdness. Just you know, good product, good people yeah. type. Thing. I could kind of bring it back
1: down to earth in that regard. Like it feels very like neighborly, you know. That was a bit of a that was a bit of a pun.
0: Bring it down to earth. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
1: Good accidental pun. It was just <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, do, do you reckon with these, these when whenever there's a story about the beer recalls, because like news these days, it's not really news. It's just, they just put out whatever will get the most clicks. And every time they put out a story about one of these things, now it's become a real trend to focus on, just focus on the fact that it's got higher alcohol content and it becomes like a viral story that everyone comments I, on and I think noise. I think yeah
1: I think you're right I think there was a thing with that pace story you know that you're going to get hundreds of comments from like blokes going free alcohol oh god yes exactly about that and it becomes yes. a real sort of like you know just a silly comment fest and and uh, I mean unfortunately like you know <laughs> these news corporations that's what they that's what they think about is like What's gonna get reactions? You know, it's like half my feed is just shit like, you know, it'll be like someone from like maths and it's you know, like you wouldn't believe what they look like now. Yeah. You know? and yeah. I, I, I always think like on that. those ones though. They show the no, but it's it's this thing that they know that people are gonna click on it and try to find it. what that person looks like. And then it's usually the most controversial contestant that's gonna get people responding like, Oh, I hated that person or whatever. So yeah, it's just Garbage news stuff and
0: anyway, yeah, the the Gold Coast Bulletin unfortunately is is quite guilty of this and and it's kind of funny because they put put these stories on about some influencer buys a house or something and inevitably there's just comment after comment after comment and the comment is always like who's this person I've never heard of this person like this yeah. person's a nobody and it's like every time like every time and but they must know like they look at their analytics e- each month and they're like this one got a thousand comments. Yeah, yeah. And do another one like that. that's
1: it. Oh yeah. Yeah. They love those sort of subtle celebrities where some people know and other people get really grumpy that this person's classed as, yes. <laughs> as a status person. And they're like, right. Oh, I've never heard of them. Like, who? Question mark, yeah. you know. It's, yeah. Yeah. No, no, you're right. You're hundred percent right. It's um it's really frustrating because that's I would say 80% of my sponsor content on Facebook and wherever, like it's just garbage news, you know, it's just, yeah, bin news. So anyway.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. So next one, expressions of interest for Brew Lab Gold Coast. So this this isn't a huge story, but it's a, an event that's coming up um, for like a sensory session on the Gold Coast. So if you're listening it, and it's put on by Brennan from Burley Brewing, so you wouldn't get anyone much more qualified to present something like this than Brennan. Um, it's on the 7th of June. So if you're on the gold coast, there's 25 spots, have a look at the show notes and you can get along to that one. It Uh, looks
1: cool. I I sort of, I only briefly saw that as part of the, as part of your document, but I, um, it sounded cool. Like (laughs) if I could get down there, I would go, but, um, yeah, it's a bit far for me, but that sounds awesome. It's always good to learn more about beer. And then the final
0: one, before we get into the comments, um, the, Abers are Abers and Gabs are coming up. So, do you want to do want to do a prediction? I didn't warn you about this, but I'm just going to say what? Moffat Beach, so you can just say Moffat Beach as well. Who's going to win the major trophies at the Abers?
1: Are you saying Moffat
0: Beach? Yeah, because they win every time, all the time. So yeah. <laughs> um, oh,
1: um, yeah, right. I'll go Moffat Beach. <laughs> Beach. No, that I like them. They're so nice. They're so. the best. But yeah, I'll, I'll 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 back you on that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I didn't. Yeah, I I'm not even. I'm I'm not too aware of all the breweries who are entering. If I had a list of who was entering and past results, I might be able to like figure it out. Figure out kind of who would be up there this year based on the quality of their beers. But yeah, but I think Moffat Moffat do some great beers. I feel like they're they're definitely underrated for what they do. Yeah.
0: No um. Do you? Do you get excited about the Gabs you're going to go to Brisbane? That's in June uh, I think, but Melbourne's uh, this weekend.
1: I'll be I'll be at the I'll go to the night session this year of the Brisbane Gabs. Um yeah. last year I went down to Melbourne in a, in a very last minute decision um, right. I flew down and did one session. Uh but this year there's just a little bit too much going on with other things in life. Um which means I won't get down there, unfortunately. Um, I'd probably be on a plane now if I was going down this weekend. Um, but I like to do at least a session. Um, yeah, two sessions can be a little bit much sometimes. It can get a bit crazy, especially when you're just running into people pouring your big beers and things like that. So I'll do the night session as a good way of just going in there at night, giving everything a run. And I think the good thing about the night session is that a lot of the a lot of the people um, pouring the beers, are knocking off, and they're, a lot of the reps and the brewers and stuff are just kicking back in the night session. So it should it should be a good time. How about you, Dan? Do you reckon you'll get there? Uh, I think so. I think I'll get to the Brisbane one. Yeah,
0: cool. Yeah, uh, I haven't been, I haven't, I haven't been to a beer event for quite a while. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty keen to get to it. What's your? <laughs> opinion? You go to Gabs? How do you go about it?
1: I, I really, you know, I'll, I'll be really honest, and this has been me the last couple of years. Um, I haven't gone through the list of what beers are there. Um, couldn't even tell you what stalls, what bre- brewers are there. I really just approach it super blindly and mm. just, I just walk around and decide at the time, like I'm, I've just opened a mystery door, walked into a beer event I didn't know was happening and look around for what i feel like the only the only one was obviously with when they had um when karaman valley did the perco i did have to get the perco first up but um generally speaking i just i go go going blind um a lot of the time i find it i'm not as worried about drinking the silly novelty beers as i am just about getting to the stalls like having a chat with the brewers, the salespeople, the reps, whoever, um, and just having a bit of a yarn. Quite often just finding myself drinking like something fresh, like Mm. fresh lager or just a a good hoppy beer that they've got on that's not even their gabs beer, just just one that is fresh, you know, just something representative. Um, You know, I'm not too worried about ticking boxes and paddles and any of that kind of stuff. I'm just happy to just to float, you know and uh, generally it's just a real social situation so that'll be me again this year so
0: yeah that's good that's a way to do it i think the first the first gabs is like you get the thing out and you tick them all off <laughs> you, but yeah. your approach is is my approach as well that's, that's
1: yeah a, i think it's funny. been it's been it's been too long and um i i just want to drink what i want to drink if if someone comes up to me and says oh perco you know um you got to have the jam donut you know super sour I, it's fucking phenomenal um, I'm, I'm happy to kind of like make a note, and if I yeah. happen to be walking past, I'll grab one. Um, but like you know, a lot of the time people are like cramming their bodies with some pretty like ridiculously like you know <laughs> stupid beers, and it's just not for me. You know, I'm quite happy just to drink. Um, actually, my my sort of favourite approach, really, to be honest, especially if you're going up to a stand, like if I go up to somewhere like you White Bay or something. Um, and, you know, Dennis is there, like, you know, or you go to Mountain Culture and just like, hey, you know, what's what's fresh, what's tasting good, what are yeah. you liking the most? Just mm-hmm. ask the guys there, like, what are you liking? What do you like to drink? And just just drink that. Like, you're drinking what they're advocating. You're going to drink well all night, you know. So. Yeah.
0: The other thing sometimes with, and I don't know if this is still the case, but I know we found like back in the day when we did it, the like if you've got your own stand and your own tap system, Generally, you can probably present the beer better than you can out of the containers. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. I much prefer to go around to the, like you say, go around, talk to the brewers, talk to the sales reps, have the beer direct from the their own stand rather than going to the container and getting some yeah. person just like if it's a, a, if it's
1: something that pours, you know it's a bit a bit on the carbonated side or it's a bit flat or, or it requires something, you can get a more accurate pour. Maybe the temperature control can be a little bit more like managed. And but when you know in the in the containers everything is small and kind of like, you know, everything's abrupt and yeah. rushed. And you've got yeah. someone who's young and pushy, just, just barging through, filling cups. So I don't. I actually don't really like going to the containers. I'll tend to pop to the containers, A, if I really want something from the container that I'm told to have, or B, it's quietened down toward the end of the night. The container's looking empty and it's just easy to go in and grab something that, you know, just grab something random. But um, can't be bothered with the queues.
0: Nitro is a big one too. If you if your beer's on nitro and there's a stand, go to the brewery and get it from them directly because it'll be yeah. it'll, be, it'll be yeah, it's a no-brainer. And I feel like with the
1: nitro beer, I usually want a good pour of it because it just yeah. it just has the time and the reaction to sort of do its magic. So yeah, I, yeah. But anyway. All right. We we got
0: we got the twelve questions in the group, but we've also got one that was put in here that we just missed last week any thoughts on this two tab beer can concept
1: did you see this i did i i I had a little look um i was sort of stroke scratching my head at it um and i saw that it was yeah i think (laughs) google asked the question um i i don't know i don't know the science there um but and i don't know i've I didn't look at it, but all I thought of in my own head is, like, could this be managed by better management from the can, like, you know, opening it slower and pouring it differently and all the rest of it? Like, uh, you tell me, what are you thinking?
0: No, I yeah, I, it seems like a scam to me as well. It's also a lot of effort. It's um, also
1: like um, it just seems if if you do something out of the norm like that, It just sounds like a real huge extra expense to me like um, oh yeah you know it's it's, i don't know it's just weird it's um yeah i was struggling with that one
0: i'd like to try it before i form an opinion because i you know we do too much of sitting back and making opinions about shit we know nothing about so i'll reserve my judgment but it looks i I
1: mean yeah i'm thinking back to when um I'm thinking back to when Bent spoke and Colonial were doing the lid rips and things like that, you know, and they've all right. gone away from that now. I don't I don't know. I just as you say, you'd have to try it first. I so without having it, I can't comment really.
0: Yeah, I was never a fan of those things. I don't know. Were you a fan of those? No, not really. Um
1: the, there was a couple of times when I found them handy. Um, one time I was at a Christmas party, um, and it was at uh, like on a on a Lawn Bowls green, and we were playing Lawn Bowls and they had the Colonial rip-off tabs, and that was handy in a sense that they had a, a can bar and you could grab a can, rip the lid off, drink it, put it down. I mean, I don't know. I'd prefer it just be poured into a glass, though, because as soon as you rip the lid off, you've got a dead flat head, whereas you just pour into a glass. Yeah. You know, whereas if you've got a smaller mouthpiece, it's gonna stay a bit more carbonated, a bit colder, longer. I don't know. Yeah, generally. I, you know, I just—I yeah, never really got it, but
0: yeah, I think—I think it was. You notice the aroma, like you open it, you notice the aroma, but then you lose a lot of the benefits. Anyway, we don't need to talk about. It. In the end, the, <laughs> yeah. the humble can one. In the end.
1: Yeah, I think so. I don't know. All
0: right, let's let's get to these questions because um. Yeah. I go. haven't looked at these, but it looks like we've got a lot in here. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jesus, are you good to go, or you need to? Have a break, or I'm okay. No, I'm good. I'm good. All right, Paul James. Question colon. Where does the black flag thing sit with ABAC? They aren't going at it like Fizz, but I'm sure Fair would have a field day with this. Um, yeah. So, but it's. I mean, there's only there's only certain things that ABAC regulate. Like they don't regulate things like, is this appropriate? You know, um. They they have like specific things that aren't okay. It's things like you know appealing to children appealing to minors um mm-hmm. making making it sound like alcohol is good for you you know associating it with sport specific things like that um i i i don't know specifically you'd have to read the new abac code but i i'd be surprised if this kind of thing is the kind of thing they're really dealing with i think this is more just like a real bad idea not necessarily like illegal it's just a not not illegal but against the code i, don't
1: I... Know. Yeah, yeah I'm, this is out of my depth. I haven't looked much into ABAC and I haven't really followed, you know, I'm not one of those people that gets really into this as a side hobby. I really don't. Um, you would have had to probably working in beer as you did. Um, I don't know. Um, but I, I, I understand that from a perspective of it's probably uh, an ugly look from ABAC's point of view, but they obviously follow the rules so it depends look, put, what... I mean, put put it this way if you if you put in a, a an ABAC back free
0: um submission for this beer and sent this logo in with it and you ask them is this is this comply with the ABAC code they would have a hard time getting back to you that's and saying it's... this is totally fine you're you're sweet it, yeah, you know, someone there would
1: someone there would would probably say something. It begs the question though, like, you know, should all you know, should all Gabs beers or should all should people consider, hey, before submitting this to Gabs with the decal, with this, with that, should we ask ABAP? Because, you know, if there is massive violations there, perhaps this isn't suited for an event or a festival.
0: I mean yeah, it's, it's, it's tricky though, but it's it's you know it costs money and it costs time. <laughs> yeah exactly that. exactly and also it's not like if, if, you, if you seriously with a beer like that if you see could you imagine filling in the form and i don't want to be i don't want to be a, an arsehole here but could you imagine filling in a form for abac uploading that logo and then asking another human being is this appropriate <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. come on like you uh, don't you don't need to do that that's no it's just i'm just
1: um theorizing with what we've got but it's it's a funny concept but anyway
0: yeah yeah and the other thing is that like abac is just you know, if it breaches ABAC, it's, you just get a thing saying you're in breach. It's not, yeah. you know, there's, there's worse things to do. And um, yeah, so, yeah. I would say, I would add a guess it probably doesn't cover it, but that doesn't change anything about what happens. Yeah. Um, all right, Paul Metcalf quizzo, colon, that's an interesting word. With Modus Brewing releasing AI design beer label, will this see the floodgates open? You can answer that one. What do you reckon?
1: You're Uh, you're in space. No, like um, I posted something about this on beer through because I, um, yeah, there was. I saw it come up and I mentioned it. Um, And firstly, a lot of a lot of people basically just said it's you know AI designing beer stuff is kind of stupid. Um, You know, from an art perspective, firstly, like it's essentially cutting middlemen and whatnot, but more so at the moment um that like gpt is essentially collating information via google searches to grab a joint recipe or joint hops or whatever it may be and then the recipe is becoming you know a joint version of its searches so it's just kind of getting human information jumbling it up and putting it into a recipe so at this current time, I think it just sort of seems unnecessary. Like it just seems like a bit of a, uh, it just seems like a bit of a fad at this point. Um, Who knows when AI gets smarter? I don't know.
0: (laughs) I think, I think I was the first to do this. Let me, let me see this. Um, Let me see if I can find this. So I put up a post. This is one of the last posts I did at Black Ops. It was in December last year about AI-generated beer can labels. So correct me if I wasn't the first person to put this out. But um, I'll, I'll, I'll show this to you. I'll put it in the show notes. So when this all started happening, I took one of the beers that we designed with – if you just go on the Zoom chat, um, I just sent it to you. Oh, yeah, cool. So actually I'll put it in the. In the thread as well in the, in the page um yeah so i took one of the beers we designed that actually won a gab's um hand design award right yeah so it was called galactic symphony and i like i because i used to i used to do the briefings to the designers and, and run the whole process when we did new beers and yeah. i worked with my mate dave heavyside on this he's an awesome designer we came up with, with the name that design everything i gave him the brief And he came back with a can that was fucking awesome and it made the top 10. I think it finished second in the Gabs Design Awards. Um, The beer went amazingly well as well. And and I thought, okay, well, with that particular design, it was such an open-ended brief that Mm -hmm. you'd think AI would do a pretty good job of it. So I put all of that into AI and generated it and I put the results on there. It was pretty fucking good. I mean, it was five minutes work. Yeah, I mean, what did you use there?
1: um mid-journey yeah i thought Uh, mid-journey
0: and E. so i did that so the the best ones i think was the the mid-journey one
1: yeah mid-journey seems to be better at this stuff like i've been mucking around a little bit with um adobe firefly um basically that's a new one um you know you need to have the adobe suite but um firefly is a it's it's still in beta um, I use it a bit just to see what I can do. But it, mid-journey creates more accurate versions of things. And the best about mid-journey is you can almost create, like, an idea and then you can create sub-ideas. Mm. So you can, for example, create a character um, who's a little robot and then you can create sub-characters of that same robot doing different things. Yeah. Um, yeah I'm finding that same thing hard to do using other platforms. But it's yeah, it's it's scary to see what could happen. I mean, it's and I know I know there's a few um yeah, there's a few designers starting to get a bit concerned about their jobs or their the future of um what they do based on this. Because well, it's uh, it's quite clever, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Well I I so I guess the question was will the floodgates open? I think what is more likely is what you're describing there's not going to be every brewery doing an AI label, but all the smart designers are using these tools. I mean, you you you'd have to, unless yeah. unless you've got your head stuck in the sand, you've got to at least look at this shit because it's going to change what you do. And um the, the designers aren't going to go away. But you even look at what Canva are doing, like that they've got some of the AI stuff they're doing in their application now that's just like pretty fucking awesome. So if if you're like yeah. a like one really simple example, if you've got a photo of someone in Italy holding a bit, uh, holding a, a glass of wine or some, something, you can just, just click around it, say, change this background, remove the background, put them in a different location, change what's in their hand. And not like, you could always do this in Photoshop, but you'd have to like use the pen tool or something to be like really detailed about it. Like it was proper work, you know what I mean? And that stuff is getting like instantly automated now. So it's, it's, it's going to change a hell of a lot.
1: There's crazy features coming even to Firefly where like um, in, in Photoshop, for example, you can, you can do a content aware tool where you select a part of content and it will look at what's around it and try to fill in the gaps, but it's quite, it's quite sort of generic. It looks at what's around it and it, it, like you might have a river and a mountain, and it kind of tries to merge the two, and it looks quite fake. But um, AI's now got these tools. Like Firefly's got a tool where you might have a, a square image, and you can extend it to a wide image, and it will it will predict based on the contents of the image what sh- should go next to it, wow, yeah. and that sort of stuff is scarily interesting. Um, because you could have a photo that's old and interesting and you can turn that into a a wraparound label or a widescreen image or a background or whatever it might be so Mm. yeah it's um, yeah you would be a fool to not be trying to get your head in the AI game when it comes to design um, whether it be beer labels whether it be anything to be honest Mm. Uh, and as a full-time designer myself um, I'm trying to get my head into it but it's um, it's its own world. So you, you know, you're trying to do this, um, adjacently to your job itself. So it's um, yeah, it's interesting though. It's going to be uh, yeah, eye opening.
0: One hundred percent. All right, Paul Metcalf, comment about the black flag decal, et cetera. There are much bigger things in the world and local to worry about. And then he's got a shirt. I'm offended by people are always offended. Okay, <laughs> uh, I don't know. We talked about this enough,
1: didn't we? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean that's you're always gonna get that. I think that's just simply not putting yourselves in the shoes of the people that are feeling uncomfortable by it. I know that you might not, but other people will and it's as simple as that. It's um yeah, yeah. I think we've talked about enough. <laughs> I did I did
0: say in the in the thread tonight, like feel feel free to weigh in on the the black flag thing but just be respectful so if people put something in here as long as it's not offensive i'll I'll read it um yeah yeah of course question green beacon in the gabs limited edition eight pack oh because then he doesn't think that's appropriate because they're not a craft brewer anymore
1: i think there was a um there was a comment there um, that I think good old Daniel um, mm. dismissed that by saying, "What is it? Yeah, I, kind of, yeah, I, I think. think it got it got kind of crushed there." No, but it's
0: I mean, there are plenty of scenarios where I would fight Fendi breweries over multinationals, but I don't think this is a scenario where it really matters all that much. GB still makes some cracking craft beers.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean...
0: They've never really been a a Gabs sort of brewery, though, have they? Like, you don't really associate Green Beacon with Gabs.
1: No, look, ultimately, I think Gabs are doing some interestingly questionable moves. There's definitely some, like, intention to what they're doing. And when when they are selecting, let's say, eight cans for a beer pack... I don't know what they're asking for or how they select them or why they select them. Um it's it's certainly not for the beer quality or the style. Um there must just be they must have just certain relationships with breweries where they choose them. Did well there's, um, well,
0: well, there's a lot to consider because there's there's
1: the there's the distribution
0: of those companies and whether or not they are in those channels, you know what I mean? And there's yeah like you're not going to put some tiny little brewery in a box that sits warm in a Dan Murphy's in the middle of New South Wales. That's, you know, they're not distributing to these places already. So that's a big risk for them. And also the quality thing. Like if you, if you imagine you're putting one of these eight packs together, you got beer that gets pulled together, you know, months beforehand gets dist- distributed around the country, stored warm for the majority of the time, the chance of something going bad is so high. Like you can, Massively reduce your risk by putting in breweries that are the bigger breweries yeah. and not the smaller ones. So there's a there's a lot that goes into those kind of decisions. Oh, yeah, yeah. I,
1: and I think I, I'm not surprised, given you know where Gabs is at, how they make money, uh, um, what sponsorships they have, what sort of who's paying for what, and what they need, where they need to reach, and what they need to put in those packs to reach to those areas. I think like. I'm not really that surprised that things like Green Beacon are in there. Um, and there's a few other big names in there, but you know, like I was I was impressed to see a couple of small names in there too. The most recent pack I was sent had like White Bay in there, for example. And you know, like I'm a big fan of what they do and um they're not exactly large scale or or available. Um, everywhere, so that was good to see. I mean, if it, as long as it doesn't become, you know, eight beers that are available everywhere in Australia in every pack. Like as long as they do keep a mix of, you know, larger, smaller, you know, more well known, maybe fiercely independent, maybe you know, ownership sort of bubbled, whatever to <laughs> call it. But um, yeah,
0: yeah, fair enough. All right, Derek Lacey. Question: Will better beer run foul of the new alcohol marketing codes that are tightening any implied health benefit of alcohol? Given the name "better beer," could employ that a product is better for you? Oh, I think better beer is fine. This is it's, it's that's such a it's such a general term. What do you reckon? Uh,
1: yeah, I don't know if I have an opinion on that. It's kind of just like I think. It's just a word. Yeah, could be good beer, better beer, best beer, great beer, whatever. I don't know. I just feel like it's just the implications of any word could be sort of twisted up like that. Um, I think they've done, I think they've been pretty clever with everything they've done. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah. But they're sending all these people beer in the group, and I don't have any beer. How does this work? Like, are they? I, I, I haven't got any either. either. You know, you know, you know. What's funny? Um, like my partner Carla, like that's her her beer of choice. She'll be like, "Oh, can we get a case of better beer?" Like, yeah. and that's actually the thing I've probably bought more this year than any other beer. Not because I'll get sent a bunch of beer, and I'll buy certain things I want, and then like the staples will become grab the better beer. So we'll go and get the better beer because it's flavorful enough whilst being like your low carb, your easy drinking, it's packs away nicely. Like it's, um, (laughs) I have to say it's clever. Um, They've done a good job with it and no, I haven't got sent any. So if you want to send me some. Yeah, and also the the people
0: in the group who are complaining about how long it takes them to get free beer like is is it actually how did they all get it?
1: So you haven't got any better
0: beer? No, I, I've got nothing. I mean, well, how actually, when got they brought out the zero Elk, they sent me some. And, and this is not having ah. I mean, go, Nick. I don't. I do not expect free beer from anyone. Don't worry. No, no, no. Neither do but I. You do I do get I, free I beer. Joke get about beer, beer. It,
1: yeah. I joke about it because I don't care either. It's just it is a funny topic of conversation. <laughs> yeah when people when people who are just commenting on the posts are getting it i mean come on at yeah. least share it with us come on no yeah, yeah it's, right. a, it's a freaking one but hendo oh hendo's in here shout out to leon perkin for filling in tonight much respect there you go i know nice. yeah it's nice of him to take time out of his busy judging day to do that exactly all right question leon perkin when's now that you've joined
0: the podcast when's the lexicon half remodel of your place what colour are
1: you going to be Is that Hogsbristle? Um I it's it's not it's so we've got like the the, the white on the roof is much like much brighter. Feeling white what's that? Ceiling white or white. white yeah, on the... but like I don't know what the actual white tone is. Um I thought it was a natural white, but it could be some sort of a shade. I don't know if it's lexicon, but I need to figure it out because I do need to do some touch-ups. So, okay. I need to, yeah. Okay. So, look, I don't know. I need to work it out. It's actually something I need to go down to Bunnings with a bit of sample and work out what my actual shade is. But I'm not. Mind- well, I, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop you right
0: there. Okay. Don't don't get down to Bunnings. You can't do that. What what? You can't where go do I bun- go? like? Where do I go? got to go to Dulux you've got to go direct to Dulux very oh important. really
1: but they've usually got the Dulux rep at Bunnings and they uh, no. no. so like find it like a, a Dulux showroom go to a Dulux showroom
0: and they also have Planos. so you can actually buy Dulux branded flannos they're pretty sick okay. they're pretty have you bought one I haven't yet but what so uh, me and Hendo have got an ongoing bet going this over under thing okay. and if he wins I'm buying him a Dulux Flano. I bet they're oh, not cheap. See why they're like
1: I'm going to say 70, 80 bucks. They look pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they are. But then I like the idea. It's like it's a dual luxe flannel. So technically it's like a painting flannel. But then you wouldn't want to paint it. Oh, no, they're too nice. They're too, too nice. nice. It's too nice to paint <laughs> it. Yeah. It's what you wear. It's what you put on once you've painted your house perfectly. Exactly right. <laughs> Just for like the, the model photos afterwards. That's that's what's for. So are you still living in the house you've sold? I Is haven't that, sold yet. It's for sale. Oh, it's for sale. Sorry, sorry,
0: for yeah. sale. So you're looking at you're looking at Lexicon half right now in its full glory. Yeah,
1: yeah. But you did initially did go quarter, was it? And then you've you've changed to half. Was that right?
0: Uh, I it was a. Well, that wasn't going to be half. I think the, the, the debate was to do with outside, and so the house. Oh, three, like, oh the lexicon, okay. Full lexicon, but then out the yeah. back, it's lexicon half on the back wall. So, okay. Look, there was okay. some some bad decisions right. here and there. It's fine. The place looks good, but okay,
1: cool.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: Don't all shoot. right,
0: David Jackson said, "How do you watch live time and channel." And then Paul Jane said, generally only recorded for the podcast unless they do a live segment on here. Dan usually puts the pod out later tonight. And then he said, now maths is over. And that is true. Because when maths was on, podcast came out on the, on the following day. Is that
1: because of you or Hendo? No, that's me. I, I, as soon as the podcast <laughs> I finished, that. I would rush to watch maths. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Now I feel bad about making the maths digs earlier.
0: Yeah, no, I didn't say anything, but that's okay. I, I'm-
1: <laughs> yeah. But but that's the clickbait I'm talking about. Like, you know, that's not. why people are clicking these things because, because you know, it's just too interesting. People can't resist. They're like, oh, you know, what, what do they look like now? Like yeah. you wouldn't believe the new hairstyle. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, it's the best. And then you see like one match contestant in a photo with another one and then there's these rumours about whether they're dating. It's like I'm totally into all that shit
1: awesome oh but that's you know that's hype you know hype's important so it's you know 100
0: <laughs> all right um any further advice you want to give the audience before you head off i appreciate you doing uh, this thank you very much
1: oh, no, no it's been good um not not necessarily um no i i thought like yeah some pretty heavy topics sort of covered or i should say the black flags heavy topic mainly just because of the people that um yeah I think just a lot, it's just i think it it lit a fire in the industry on the cusp of gabs right when everyone's out celebrating about to enjoy sort of that whole beer festivities season. I think it was just sort of it was just something that lit a fire under the beer community, but I think that in a constructive way, like I think um whatever comes of it, I hope it's on the constructive tangent upward. Rather than on the burn down the entire industry, you know what I mean? Like, I hope it's, I hope it's a constructive, upward sort of um, thing. But um, we'll see, won't we? Um, I don't really have any advice. I'm not, I'm not like, yeah. Don't that's, listen to me. I think that's
0: well said. Um... Thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. At late notice too, because Hendo told me last week he wouldn't be around. He's like, you should get Perco. and I didn't message you till like, yesterday, so sorry about it
1: that. It was um, – no, it's fine. Um, yeah, like, I really didn't expect it, and it I could have easily not been available, so <laughs> just got a little lucky. So, yeah, yes, <laughs> so we are. So I, I hope I didn't disappoint the 12, um, because maybe 11 are listening tonight, but, um, you know. Hopefully nobody's um, upset. No, you did well. All right. Cheers, mate. Love your work. I'll talk to you soon. Take
0: care.